Go ahead, shake that jar of sprinkles and celebrate your role as a mom. I'm Stephanie Fleece. And I'm Michelle Fortin with City Mom Collective. And our hope is that the next 40 minutes or so bring a smile to your face, a skip to your step, and a sprinkle or two to your mundane. This is Just Add Sprinkles, Celebrating Motherhood, a podcast by City Mom Collective. Hi, friends. Okay, let's start this episode by doing a group activity. Ready? It's okay. No one is watching. On the count of three, I need everyone to smile really big. Ready? One, two, three. Good. Now release and let's do it again. One, two, three. All right. I'm glad you're warmed up because you are going to be doing that a lot over the next hour or so. (laughs) First, our guest is just a happy person, and you are going to love Steph's conversation with her. Also, you are going to hear about how you can win $1,900 worth of amazing gifts from the 2019 City Mom Collective Holiday Wishlist. Trust me, you want this stuff, so stay tuned. Our guest today is Megan Taylor. Megan founded All She Wrote Notes, a welcoming space for classes, inspiration, gifts, community, and all things hand lettering. Through penmanship parties and digital courses, Megan has taught thousands how to make their handwriting happier. Megan is a mom to a little boy and lives in North Carolina. Her motto is work hard, stay sweet, trust God, and love deep. And here is Megan and Steph. Hey, Megan. Welcome to the Just Add Sprinkles podcast. Hey, Stephanie. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, my gosh. I'm so happy that you're on because I feel like so much of what I gather is your life motto and your the work that you do is similar to the idea of just add sprinkles. Like there, I mean, there is always something to celebrate in life. I love it. I could not agree more. Yes. And your basis of your you know, I would say your choice item of celebration is confetti, right? Rather than it sure is. yes, <laughs> I will never, t- I will never turn down sprinkles. Though, so I'm an <laughs> equal opportunity celebrator, <laughs> right? Well, I feel like you've inspired me to get some more confetti in my life uh, because I, I've got a lot of sprinkles, but the confetti, not so much. So. <laughs> <laughs> you never have too many. Oh my gosh. Well, I love it. Well, uh, tell uh, our listeners a little bit about your family, where you're located, all that good stuff. Yes. My name is Megan Taylor. I'm the owner of All She Wrote Notes, which is a calligraphy and hand lettering studio that is based above my garage in Elon, North Carolina. And we live in a really small college town. I'm married to my middle school sweetheart, Chris Taylor. Aww. And we have a two and a half year ish. He's almost three year old son named Vance. Okay. And we have two wild and crazy golden doodles that you will probably hear in the background. Of oh, this my podcast. gosh. Um, but we we just love it. I, I work from home. My husband works third shift. Um, so our schedules can be a little bit wild and a little bit crazy. But when we get to come together especially on the weekends. Like we have pizza on our wedding China every Friday night just to celebrate that like we're back on, like we're we're reunited and it's just so much fun. We have a really good time. I love that. Well, I love that idea. Um, I heard someone say, especially in a work sense that you want, and ideally you want a job that you lay it out on the, all out on the field. So Friday night comes and you're exhausted because like 
you worked your tail end off um, in a good way, but then you love your job so much that you come back on Monday morning thrilled to be doing it again. And so I love that idea of doing pizza on Friday nights on your China, nonetheless. (laughs) We love it. We, um, I certainly feel that way about my job and my career, being able to do my own business and work from home was a dream for a long time. And I I did this on the side for two and a half years of a, of a nine to five job. And so I I really do work really hard and travel a lot for my job, but that is a blessing. Like to me, being busy is a blessing and being able to, to have those orders and to have those invitations and have those customers. That is what I hoped and prayed for. And so I don't ever want to complain about that. Yeah. Well, okay. Tell me how one gets into hand lettering as a career. So I'd always been a doodler and a drawer, like even all the way back in middle school, I was the girl that was like passing notes in class that I had used like 12 different color markers on the the notes. (laughs) And you know how the teachers would threaten like, oh, if I catch that, I'm going to open it up and show it around. I would be like, open it up, show it around. Like I worked really hard. (laughs) (laughs) And so I had a business before I was ever getting paid, like writing stuff for people, you know, hey, can you write this? Hey, can you make this sign? Um, I mean, all through my life. And I didn't really start this as a company until 2013. And it was really by accident. I was sharing my work on Facebook, on Instagram to people, friends and family that I already knew. And people started coming around and saying like, Hey, can you, can you write this favorite verse for me? Can you write this quote for me? I'm getting married. Can you do my wedding invitations? And so I started my business from my bed on my iPhone 4. (laughs) Like I did not have a computer at the time. I did not have internet at the time. I was really just doing what I could with exactly what I had. I did not wait until anything was perfect. I just started sharing it. And I never could have imagined that it would grow to what it is right now. I've been in business now for six years. I just released my first book a couple months ago called Happy Hand Lettering. And I travel all around teaching other people how to write like I do and how to spread happiness through their handwriting and just have a different heart behind it than a lot of letters do. I'm not aiming for perfection. I'm just aiming for joy. Yes. Well, you you scooted past that little bit of releasing your first book, but it was <laughs> was fairly recently. And as I already shared with Megan, it is the happiest book. I got it in the mail and I literally just I probably had this massive grin on my face <laughs> as I was looking through all of the beautiful pages. And but beyond the beautiful pages, to your point, like I love the ongoing message through the book of you're not aiming for perfection here. We're aiming for joy. And uh, like, how did that message develop in you? Because I'm so curious. I love it. That is such a good question. First of all, I'm like grinning so big just hearing you say that, that it's beautiful and that you love it and that it makes you happy. I just think that is who I am like more than anything else. Like I am brightly colored. I am like loud and proud. Like I am just always trying to lift you up and encourage you. Like I never outgrew being a cheerleader. And so very early on in my business, I found myself feeling very discouraged. I was comparing my work 
and my brand new lettering lessons to everyone else online that had been doing this much longer than me, that was a lot more formal, a lot more elegant than I was. And I thought that I had to be that to be able to be a calligrapher. I, I misunderstood that I had to be formal or that I had to be fancy. And nobody's ever called me elegant a day in my life, Steph. Like that is not, that's not the word that people use. But I don't know why I thought I had to be that. And, and it wasn't until my friends started encouraging me and just saying like, Megan, I've never seen calligraphy look so fun. I've never seen it look so happy. And that really gave me permission to just be me and that I didn't have to be like someone else. I could just be myself and the world needed whatever I was and exactly who I was as a person. And so I started teaching lettering about six months after starting my business. I started teaching calligraphy. So like the more formal pointed pen style, but that is something that could be really, really daunting for people to take on. And I just wanted them to feel like I was their friend teaching it to them and coming alongside of them, like not formal, not fancy, not stuffy, because I had really gotten that vibe and gotten that experience when I was trying to learn. And I just wanted it to be accessible to everybody and that everyone has handwriting. Everybody knows the alphabet. And how can we work from there and not just people who are super artsy, super crafty? Like I can teach anybody how to improve their own handwriting and make it look awesome for hand lettering. Yeah. And that's one of my favorite parts about your book, too, is that there are plenty of opportunities to practice and to just get some pen to paper. Uh, And it's kind of like a mini workshop with you going through the book. It is. I've taught more than 10,000 people through the in-person workshops. I've also taught a class online. And so when I came to writing this book, I knew what they needed to hear. I knew what questions people ask me every time. I know how to describe the letters in a way that might seem a little bit silly because it is so unformal. It Mm -hmm. is like, this is what I picture. This is what I see. I, I tell them that the letters are keeping the party going. Like I just let them take on a personality of their own and, and just really describe and explain it in a way that is just so approachable. And just, I am just a really low key person that like, it doesn't feel like she's super formal or fancy. And so it's really fun to be able to bring that out in the book. And just to, just that message of encouragement is on every single page mm-hmm. that It doesn't have to be perfect to be good. And it doesn't have to be perfect to bless somebody else or to make their day. And I I am all about sharing this. So just like, I don't think you should save your wedding china for a special occasion. I don't think you should save your fancy handwriting either. And I think that you can put this on a sticky note and bless somebody at work, or you can put, put this on a birthday envelope. You can put this on a gift tag. You can do your chalkboard in your house and bring you joy. It doesn't have to be a life event like a wedding for you to use hand lettering. Right. Well, tell everybody a little bit about um, in the book the, the where the idea of confetti kind of stemmed from. And then this also this idea of a desire for perfectionism. Yes, this is so fun. This is my favorite story. Yeah. Very early on in my business, like I told you, I didn't even have internet. So I was way too cheap to throw my paper away. Like I was constantly messing up. I was writing letters that were like ugly letters or may, maybe I was misspelling words here mm-hmm. and there. Yeah. And it was really frustrating because you can't erase marker. You can't erase ink. And so I had this bucket of all my calligraphy scraps that just sat next to my desk and I would just kind of cast it aside and stick it in there. And 
one day I got this idea to run my scrap paper through my office shredder and out came the most beautiful confetti that you have ever seen. It was colorful and the textures were fun and all of the scraps were mixed together. And once it became confetti, you couldn't even see the mistakes anymore. You mm. couldn't tell what was messed up. You couldn't tell the imperfections. It was repackaged and it was really awesome and really fun. And that's been the biggest life lesson for me that confetti is just trash. Like confetti is just trash that has chosen to live a happier life. And I believe that all of our mistakes that that we make, whether that's in lettering, whether that's in life, that we do not have to be defined by our mess. We don't have to be defined by the hard parts in our story, the hard parts in life, the the mess ups that we've made, that if we're willing and we're able that we can turn our mess into something good. And I turned my mistakes into confetti and that confetti, like not only is that such a huge metaphor, like for me and for my life, but it's very practical and it's very fun to recycle your art in that way. And you're like, I don't get upset anymore. I don't get frustrated and I don't get down on myself because I know that that can be turned into something really beautiful. And so I sprinkle my calligraphy trash in all of my orders <laughs> whenever I send them out and I put my little homemade confetti in there. And that's just my calligraphy trash living a happier life. Like it's just moving on down the road. And it's so fun to see that um, whenever people open their orders and there has been stories where people, it like fell into their coffee, it fell into their car, like, and they're laughing, like they're smiling because it brings you back to that childhood moment of being able to throw confetti and seeing it at all these celebrations. And I look at confetti as it's such a fun thing and it's such a cool object, but it's always at celebrations. It's always at those mountaintop moments where a, a team wins a national championship, a confetti falls from the sky or the bride and groom are walking down the aisle and confetti is being tossed at them. But mm. what you don't think about in those really, really high highs are all the mountains and the valleys that you had to go through to get to that point. And so I think I look at it differently than a lot of people do because I see all those little bitty pieces and all those little tiny things that might have gone wrong along the way, but look how beautiful they are here at the end. Mm. Yeah, you know, I heard, um, I read probably in a book somewhere, the idea that, you know, we long for the seasons or days or milestones that are mountaintop kind of experiences. But in reality, interestingly enough, like mountaintops rarely have flowers or anything that it, I mean, it's beautiful standing on the mountaintop, right? You've, you've excelled, you've reached that point, but yeah. the, the flowers are in the valleys, like in are in the journey up to the mountaintop. And so, uh, I think along those same lines, you know, uh, we have to step back in life's harder or more mundane moments and recognize that there's beauty to behold in those times too. That is so true. And it makes me think of motherhood so much yes. because so much of that is a mess, you know, like it is, it is a beautiful mess, but it, it is wild. Oh, it's a mess. But yeah. It's just like, it's so worth it. Like it's, if you are looking for the good, like if you are willing and you're able to train yourself to look for the good, it is there. Like it is always, always there. And if you're looking for the bad stuff, like I promise you that's there too. It's mm -hmm. just trying to find as much good as you possibly can. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, um, I'm quoting you in my head. I, I just love this. Confetti is trash. Just wanting to live a happier life. <laughs> we need to be friends. I love you. I love it. I love it so much. 
we are so excited to be partnering with some of our favorite brands for this year's holiday wish list. Every last one of the items on our list has the City Mom Collective stamp of approval, and someone will win all of them. Valued at $1,900. Will it be you? Oh, I hope so. Okay. So you have to go to momcollective.com to see all of these things, but I'm going to give you the quick rundown. All right. For your kids, we've got kid tracks, rideables, a toddler ride on, Amazon Fire 7 Kids Edition, Skywalker trampolines, a mini trampoline, green toys, Elmo's wagon, and dough activity set. From Haba USA, a puppet theater, cute. From Replay, children's tableware collection. Bluette is having some girls' camis. So cute. Now for your husband, we've got a couple things. From Original Grain, a gorgeous men's watch. And Burger's Smokehouse, summer sausage and gourmet cheese. For you, mama, we've got a Lily Jade leather tote. Emily Lay's simplified planner. From Archive, we've got Artwork Keepsake Book. From Initial Outfitters, a personalized necklace and placemats. We've got the Boppy Infant Feeding Pillow. From Limeberry Designs, Athleisure Leggings and a Sherpa Pullover. Oh, that sounds so relaxing. And from Flow Fold, a zippered tote. And also, in addition to these things, we've got holiday cards from Chatbooks, organic cleaning products from Rebel Green, a book by. Andrea Barber, who was Kimmy Gibbler on Full House in Fuller House. I know we all remember her. Her book is called Full Circle. And finally, a print from Lindsay Letters called Eva Love, which you've been following the story on Instagram. It's just really tugging at all our mama heartstrings. So that is also included. And you could win it all. Enter at momcollective.com. You'll also find more information and photos of these amazing items with links to purchase them. So happy giving and receiving season. Now back to Steph and Megan. Believe it or not, the holidays are around the corner to some extent. And I feel like uh, especially around the holidays, for whatever reason, we as moms, at least myself, I'm only speaking for myself, you know, there's a desire for perfectionism uh, that just gets woven through our days, right? Like wanting to make sure the memories are perfect. The house is perfectly decorated. You're buying the perfect gifts, all that kind of stuff. I mean, do you have any thoughts on how you go about doing that and reminding yourself to stay grounded during those times? Yes, for sure. My parents, I mean, our Christmases as a kid were like straight out of a movie. They are worse. So I get all of my extra like from them. Like I was born and raised this way. Yeah. And it was so over the top and it was so much fun. And I have the best memories, but it it is hard for me because really with my company, Christmas is the busiest, like biggest time of the year. And that's what we work all year for yeah. is to have a really successful last quarter where we're selling products and items and ornaments and, you know, gifts for other people to be able to give. And since I'm working so hard to spread happiness to other people, you know, I will be honest and say my home is not decorated amazing. That is the first place that we skimp on because I'm just mm-hmm. not able to really spread myself thin in all those areas. But I stopped shipping on December 16th every Mm -hmm. single year. And that is when I kick into like 
next level like we go all out we we yeah. put all the effort in you know we are decking the halls we are throwing the confetti that's when I'm wrapping my own gifts and and really I get to step away from work a couple of weeks early and just kind of put it into full throttle but it makes me panic as a mom when I start seeing Christmas stuff out already and oh, then yes. people are like asking me in August what's it's gonna be for Halloween and I'm like when's Halloween again like, can you? <laughs> like oh no <laughs> And so I, um, I really have a lot of tension yeah. in the celebrating as a mom and celebrating as a Megan yeah. than, than I do as a company who was ordering Christmas stuff in August, you know, to be able to put out, we started designing in January yeah. for things that we're going to release later this year. And I keep saying, we, I'm a one woman shop. Like this is like me and my company. <laughs> me, and myself and, my and I. Yeah. <laughs> and I, um, you know, it, it, I don't, I don't. I would not change that. I really love that. And I love that season. And I love this business so much. But as a mom, yeah, there is a huge dose of like guilt that comes along with all of that. But Mm -hmm. I just try my best, like even, you know, especially being a working mom, like not even during the holidays, but to just try to be fully present in wherever I'm at. And so my child goes to school, like he's in school full time. And so when I get to go pick him up at four thirty, five o'clock, like I'm mom, like mm-hmm. I don't care about work. I don't have to come back up here. I don't have to get online. I don't have to answer emails because I focused and really, really tried hard during the time I was at work mm-hmm. so that I can just be mom whenever that time comes at night. And so you can't, I, I think that balance is such a funny thing that people talk about. And I think we all have our own opinions and I think that it doesn't mean that both hands are equally weighted, that it's all at the same time that the scales are evenly tipped. Because in my life, there's sometimes where the scales are completely tipped to motherhood. When he he has a sick day, like I cannot work. There's no balance. We're way out of balance. But if I'm traveling, like we're way out of balance in the other way for work. And, And I think it's all about them going back and forth, back and forth, that it doesn't mean that it is all right there, even and equal at the same time. I think if we're striving for that, we might not ever hit that. No, we're, well, we're never going to hit that. Yeah, okay. Right? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I think that's the reality. Like, I think there's a sense of us needing to, as moms, just say the reality of it is that it is a struggle. It is a juggle. Like it's a teeter-totter to some extent. That's what I say is that like there's times that more of my attention is going in this direction over the other because that day or that season is calling for that. And wishing away that also does a disservice to that season and what I'm walking through and what I could potentially learn. So so uh, and I I oftentimes have to remind myself as well, uh, because my kiddos are a little older than yours, but still pretty young. Uh, They don't know any different. Like, you know, and so I think we put this huge expectation on our shoulders, expecting like that, well, surely our kids have some sort of expectation of us, right? You're (laughs) right. They they don't. don't. They don't. Like We're the the only mom they've ever had. (laughs) Yes. And we're likely in their eyes, the very best mom. Uh, And so I have to remove that um, desire for perfection and also lean into it and say, why do I want this? Like, why do I have so much? Not, not, I mean, maybe anxiety would be the word, but why do I, why am I striving so hard over it? Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. I needed to hear that too. Oh gosh. I have to remind myself every day. That's the reason <laughs> why I'm just talking about it. So. 
<laughs> well, tell me uh, a couple ways that you uh, choose to kind of incorporate celebration into your family life. I know you talked about the Friday pizza on your china but um teaching your little one the art of celebration um is part of motherhood too we are big on birthday around here like i think with with my son's birthday being in january it that is the slowest month of the year for me and it's like all of the holidays that i did not get to do well on i like put it all into the birthday and i get really excited about that but Really, like, we try to celebrate all the time. We try to, like, play fun music in the car, like, when I go to pick him up. And we kind of have our routine, like, when we're together. We have a lot of people over a lot of times. And that doesn't mean that our house is perfectly spick and span. Chances are I've been gone several days that week. And we're like, come over anyway. And I host a Bible study of friends, like, here at our house. And we are big on, you know, just family and getting together with, with each other and Vance, um, my parents are huge helps with watching him and Chris's parents are too. And he's got nieces and nephews that he gets to see a lot and be together. Or I guess they're my nieces and nephews. They're his cousins that he gets to see often. And I think it's just celebrating like the little things and just having a home that is a happy home and that is a positive place. And it's so funny. I probably say the phrase, I'm so excited like a hundred times a day, but I really am (laughs) excited about all those things. And Vance has started saying that. And the most recent time was last night. We went through the Chick-fil-A drive-thru on the way home for dinner. Well, that's exciting. (laughs) And we got home and I'm like unpacking the food. And he said, Mama, I'm so excited. excited." (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, this is my child. If I've ever seen it, like we are so excited about Chick-fil-A. Like me too, but me too. Me three. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love that. Well, uh, Megan, you are a breath of fresh air. I feel like in a world that has arguably a lot of negativity and just it's hard, you know, it's a hard place to shine light and be positive at times. Uh, And so I welcome you with open arms into my life and also all of these listeners that are being blessed by your word. So here's what I want to do for our last few minutes together. We always end our interviews with um, what we called our call our Just Add Sprinkles mom poll. So we've got three quick questions for you to answer for us, uh, and we'll link to your various answers in our show notes. So the first question is, what is a great book, movie, or show that you recently discovered? My favorite book that I have read this year is called Life is Good, and it is the story of that brand, Life is Good, and it is the most positive, encouraging, uplifting business story that I have ever heard or ever read, and I've read it already three times this year, and it makes me laugh. It makes me cry. It's called Life is Good. Oh, my gosh. And you know what? I from a font person, um, (laughs) I mean, even their branding is very fun. Yes. And it's all like hand drawn yeah. and hand lettered. Like it's yeah. so cool. I love that. Okay. Uh, the second question is what's the last thing that you ordered on Amazon? Um, some packing tape. <laughs> exciting stuff. It's not, not very exciting. It's not even I, colored. <laughs> I, it's not. And I like Amazon, there's just, there is a box delivered every single day. Like there is literally something every day, but I woke up today and said, oh man, we need some more packing tape. <laughs> That's what's hard when you're a business owner. Like you are also the ordering supplies. Like you're also the shipping department. Like oh, you're yeah. also like so when someone runs out, you're like, oh man, that was me. 
Oh that's yeah. Me. Yeah. Well, girl from an Amazon lover, uh, I I think UPS came to my house three times yesterday. <laughs> I was literally like, there's got to have been a better way for you guys to oh, get these packages to me. But bless you. Bless you. <laughs> I love my delivery people so much. Like they know me well. Like we like hug. Like my mail lady came to my book launch party. Like we are tight. <laughs> like we are in there. We get that could not do it without them. There's no way. Oh my gosh. Okay. Packing tape. Lovely. Um, <laughs> all right. Third and last question is, as I've already mentioned a couple of different times, this podcast is all dedicated to celebrating motherhood, um, the little and big things. So I want to know how you are specifically celebrating motherhood these days. I love celebrating motherhood by encouraging the other moms. Like I think when I was pregnant, there were there was so much fear surrounding what it was going to be like to become a mom. I had never even ha- held a baby until I was already pregnant. Like mm-hmm. I was not a babysitter. I, yeah. I didn't really think I was truly cut out for this. And then you hear like, oh, it's going to be horrible. Like you're never going to sleep again. And like, I do not believe that. Like, I believe it's awesome. And I think it's great. And I think that we as moms, especially if we're trying to talk to people who've never had a kid yet, don't tell them the bad stuff. Like tell them all the good things, tell them all your favorite things because they're terrified. And I feel like it's up to us to try to make that transition just a little bit more exciting Mm. than, than it is. And I just think that's on us. And I wrote this blog post right after it was, I was celebrating 100 days of motherhood and I wrote it and it's called You Just Wait. And and it's kind of a play on all those things that are like, you just wait till this happens. But it's like, yeah. you just wait till he looks you in the eyes and he holds your finger and you get to see your husband become a dad. Like there's oh. so much good that you get to that you get to experience. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I get to celebrate that by telling you the good things because you, we will all figure out the bad things. We will yeah. all have to have a poop in the tub. Like that's happening. Like That's going to go down. <laughs> but like, I don't need to tell you that ahead of time. I just want to tell you all the fun and all the good that you're about to experience because it is a pretty cool club to get to be a part of. Oh my gosh. Well, we got to end on that because that's so good. So, <laughs> Megan, thank you for all of honestly your encouragement, the work that you do uh, and the inspiration that you are to myself and so many other people. Thank you. Thank you so much. Your cheeks hurt, right? I tried to warn you, you'd be smiling a lot today. (laughs) How about this quote? Confetti is just trash wanting to live a happy life. I love that. Oh my goodness. Well, Megan's first book, Happy Hand Lettering, was released in August. It's a fun-fueled collection of hand lettering lessons and projects, and you know we are linking to it in our show notes. Thanks for listening, friends. Don't forget to check out the City Mom Collective holiday wish list. And as you're heading into a busy season of the year, why don't you just take a minute to stop, celebrate the little things, and just add sprinkles. For show notes and more information on this episode of Just Add Sprinkles Celebrating Motherhood, please visit momcollective.com. There you can find more information on our topic, our guest, and our host, Stephanie Fleece. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to give a review wherever you listen to podcasts so we can keep encouraging moms to celebrate motherhood and just add sprinkles.